Hello, 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 and welcome to episode number six of 365 Days of Happiness. Start off by saying the usual thank yous. Thank you so much for listening to episode number six. And, you know, follow me in this journey to understand what happiness is and what it means to be a happy person in the 21st century. But without further ado, let's jump right into it. So last episode was a bit of a different one, you know, we took a little bit of a break, took a bit of a step back to understand and see what we have been achieving through the podcast and what the whole idea of the first section was. And that was to understand the problems in the 21st century regarding happiness and regarding passion and and all that stuff, right? So like I always said before, to to tackle a problem, we first have to understand it to be able to tackle it. Understanding the problem is always the first step to tackling a problem. So that's kind of like what we did last episode. We did a recap of what been what has been happening throughout the project so far. So if that does sound interesting to you, please go check it out. It's episode number five, and I really did like it. And it's it's kind of marks a big step in the podcast. It kind of it starts no, it marks the beginning of the podcast itself. Like when we're gonna discuss the actual meat of the podcast so before it was yeah it was an introduction kind of type of stuff but now it's more of a actually going ham and going into what the podcast is all about okay but today we are talking about happiness more specifically how to happiness how do we achieve this happiness and well i think let's just start off by introducing happiness So I think we can all agree that happiness is a feeling we experience. It is this fussy feeling when something good happens or when, you know, it's good news or an amazing lunch we had or a random act of kindness we experienced or really good song we found. Any of those things evoke happiness in us and they make us experience happiness as a sensation. But happiness is more than a sensation. It is actually very much multifaceted, right? It has many meanings to happiness, many aspects of happiness, many factors that contribute to happiness, of which one of those is the feeling we feel, right? Like what we feel is a part of happiness, but it's not all there is to happiness. So when we talk about happiness, I think the idea that comes to mind is that short-lived burst of um, excitement and euphoria and the fussy feeling inside of us. That's what we think of when we think of happiness. And that, again, that's not a wrong answer. That's not wrong. That's, again, part of being happy, but there's more to it. The problem comes in when we realize that we've been geared and we've been, we have been hijacked by aspects of our lives to crave this short-term happiness feeling, This uh, the rush of dopamine or the rush of serotonin that comes into your brain. That's what we have been designed to crave, right? Like, for example, with uh, social media, we are currently being bombarded with um, little bursts of dopamine and uh, serotonin, which are little bursts of that good feeling, the happiness, right? But this is all very much short-term. And we discussed this in a past episode about uh, our phones, right? So we have been wired to crave this short-lived, fleeting feeling of happiness, which it's not a bad thing, but it's not everything there is to happiness, right? So that type of happiness can be associated with more of a burst of energy or motivation or euphoria or a feel-good kind of vibe, right? But like I've been saying, there's so many different kinds of happiness and there's so many aspects to it. There's a different kind of happiness for every aspect. So this is the short-term crave-worthy kind of happiness which is a type of happiness we have in our lives, but it's not the happiness 
that this podcast is centered about, right? This is not the happiness I'm talking about. The type of happiness I want to center this podcast and this whole project around is the long-term type of happiness, the one that lasts not a few seconds, but a f- maybe years or decades or even your whole life. That's what this whole project was built upon. It was to experiment with the idea of long-term happiness, living a happy life, you know. The 365 days of happiness, that's a year of happiness. So that's what this whole project is centered around. This is the type of happiness that we associate more with success and satisfaction and that those kind of terms, I guess, we can associate with the long-term happiness. But what exactly is long-term happiness and how does it differentiate from short-term happiness, right? So long-term happiness is when you, the feeling you feel when you're living life. It's really simple, actually. It's just the joy of living. That's how simple it is. It is waking up every morning with a mission, a drive to get shit done, a purpose in life. That is what long-term happiness is. And this type of happiness is not like achieved by ticking a box or doing a certain combination of activities or buying a new house or waiting till you're 40 to achieve this type of happiness. No, this is a process that is uniquely different to every single person in this world, which I think makes the long-term happiness such a beautiful and unique concept to every person. The craziest part of long-term happiness is that it is evolving as you evolve as a person. So like what might have satisfied you two years ago does not necessarily mean it's going to satisfy you as much or even satisfy you at all right now, right? So like whatever brought you joy like two years ago, say video games, right? To me personally, like I really did enjoy video games like back in the day when I was like a little younger. But now I don't, it's not like I don't find joy in video games. I just don't find as much joy in them as I used to before. And that's okay. That's because I have been evolving as a person and I have been growing and becoming, I'm becoming, you know, entertained by different things other than video games at this point. And I think this is something we have to keep in mind when we're pursuing happiness. Happiness evolves and to be able to achieve this state of flow and happiness in our lives, we have to be able to keep an open mind to new opportunities, to new people, new ideas, new experiences, new circumstances. Because if we are stuck in the past with our happiness, we are neglecting that it is evolving. We need to accept and we need to ex- we need to explore the fact that our happiness evolves with us with us because if we just get stuck in what made us happy four or five years ago we're not going to experience the same amount of happiness we experienced back then so that's what that's something to think yeah to keep in mind happiness evolves as we do and as we grow as people okay but you might be wondering now if if this is not a type of happiness that we can just achieve by ticking a box or buying something or waiting for it then how can we achieve it Well, this is where it gets a little more complicated. Long-term happiness is achieved when expectations you have of life are being met. Of course, it's a little more complicated than this, right? There's a lot more factors that play a role here. But just for the example, just bear with me while I oversimplify this a little bit. So imagine two different persons, right? They both have the goal and dream to become business owners. So they want to own their own business, right? They both went to business school and got their degrees in business. Same time, same place, just no difference whatsoever. Now here's where the difference comes in. One of them decides to go to Wall Street and get a high paying job for a big company in Wall Street, while the other one 
seeks to find to start his own business and then on the side he works part-time while getting a couple loans so he can get his business started so now which of the two do you think lives a happier life is it the wall street employee or is it the business owner again this is very much more complicated than it actually is but again just bear with me so i personally would say and i would dare to say that the business owner is likely is far more likely to be happy than the wall street employee and here's why the business owner probably wakes up every single morning excited to get to work on his project his dream you know ready to work on his business doing everything on his power to live on his dream the business owner is living the life just as he expected, expects it, right? He expects to be a business owner and that's what he is. His expectations of life and his reality are completely, they match each other, right? They're complementary of one another. He is living a satisfied life. Even if he does have less money in his bank account than the Wall Street employee, he is leaving, he is living his life like he expects it, like he wants to. Again, even if that means that he takes fewer trips around the world or he takes uh, less, less income per year, he is living his own life with, with purpose. He wakes up every morning with a purpose to be. And the most beautiful part of all this is that this purpose is his own purpose. It's not guided by society or it's not guided by anyone else but himself. On the other hand, the washer employee probably wakes up every morning with a job that he doesn't really like. His his dream job is to be a business owner, right? So when it comes to working for other people, he doesn't do as well as he wants to, or he just doesn't like the job as much. He also deals with topics in everyday life that are things he's just not ever he's not interested in, right? He just doesn't care about Wall Street. He wants to be a small business owner. He wants to own his own job. That's what interests him. Not the Wall Street talks or anything, right? So and he's doing all of this to potentially save up for one day having his own business. But he's just, if he keeps working at that job, he's just going to have to keep postponing his dream of owning his own business more and more. Because new responsibilities, new he's building his life around a job he has, right? And every time you build a new wall in your life, you're building up on a foundation. And that foundation is his job. Right? Whereas the business owner, his foundation is owning his business. Everything he builds from that point onward will have a sturdy foundation because he's living his dream job. Whereas the Wall Street guy, he's building walls on a shaky foundation. He's building walls that the foundation might just collapse one day when he decides to become a business owner. And that's why he just keeps postponing his dreams because he doesn't want to take away that foundation from what he has built already. So he will keep on working at Wall Street until he just either decides to reinvent himself and destroy everything he built or decide to suck it up and stay with the foundation and walls he has been building. The Wall Street individual is no longer living life with a purpose. He doesn't have a purpose anymore at least in the career department, right? There's a lot more purposes, just career. But that's the thing, in his career and like life, life, in his lifestyle, he is no longer living life with a purpose. So yes, I would dare to say the business owner is way happier than the Wall Street dude. And even though he makes more money and he's living a fancier, 
more luxury rich life i still believe the business owner since he is living his dream living with his purpose i think he is the happiest out of the two so what does this mean exactly what are we trying to learn from this well it means two main things number one long-term happiness is not about what you have or who you are long-term happiness is how it's a how it is how you live your dream how you find your purpose how does your life compare to your expectations long-term happiness is all about house it's again it's super cheesy to say but long-term happiness is not a destination but an everyday choice of how you live out your life see how you live out your life so long-term happiness is not a what or a when it is a how and number two Part of living a happy life is to discover your purpose and to discover what drives you to wake up every day, your passion, your big ideas, and discovering your ideal self. Who can you be? How can you be? Again, see, word how. How can you be the best person possible? Your passions, all that stuff. These are all things you need to be able to find to to live a happy life and it's not like a must like you must find it but it really does help out if you find these things to live a happy long-term life so again these are all aspects that are pretty simple once you start looking at them but it takes time it just that's what it is it takes time to be able to process them and to digest them and to be able to act on them right and it's not something that's done between uh during one night now it takes it takes it's a choice you need to make every single day to live your happy life so it is plain and simple but it takes effort it's not as easy as it sounds and of course we'll be discussing all this as the podcast progresses we'll be talking about many more topics that do um that are factors of long-term happiness for sure but it is time for the weekly challenge (laughs) So this week's challenge is going to be pretty simple. Or, well, I wouldn't say simple. I was just going to say um, not very demanding. It's just you have to think. That's all. <laughs> so for this week, I want you to think about what your purpose in life is. It can be as broad or narrow as you want. I'll, I'll kind of give you an idea of what I mean by giving you an example of how I would tackle this problem. So my purpose in life, I think, is to make a change in the world. That's what my number one purpose in life. I think it is at least as of right now, my purpose in life is to change the world. But of course I can narrow this down and make it a little more specific. So I want to make a change in the world by making the most amount of people live out their best possible life they can, right? So that's how you can keep and like start to narrow it down and start to think about specifics, right? And if I really wanted to, I could keep on going and keep on going. And this will tie in so many aspects of my life, which I will be going over sometime. I don't really know when that episode will come out, but it is in the works. (laughs) But yeah, just I want you to think about what your purpose in life is. Just whatever you think it is. You can go as broad as you want or as narrow as you want. It doesn't matter to me. Just think about it. That is an important conversation you need to have with yourself to be able to achieve this long-term happiness, right? Okay, but that is it for this episode. Again, thank you so much for listening up to the end. I really do appreciate every single person that listens to the podcast and every single person that supports me in every single way possible. And just remember to stay awesome.